Welcome to Slingstones, a podcast with insights for the Christian journey. Proudly brought to you by Healing Care Ministries. Now here's your host, Terry Wardle. On more than one occasion, our Lord made the comment about having eyes that see. He also talked about ears that hear. But today I want to talk about eyes that see. You know, our Lord had this ability not only to notice, but to look at things and see beneath to the deeper meaning. And this was particularly true of his ability when it come to issues of creation. I mean, think of all the theological significance that our Lord gained from lilies of the field, a sparrow, a net full of fish, the seed that a farmer throws, the ability to be perceptive about the weather, or even his stories about things like lost lambs and mother hens. It it was clear that Jesus didn't look at things, but our Lord had this ability to look beyond things to whatever was the deeper meaning. And I think that's something that we, well, let me say it, that I need to really develop in my life. I remember years ago reading a book by a man named Ken Geyer. The book was called Windows of the Soul. And he said that so often in life, we, we look at things as though it was, they, they were a picture instead of a window into deeper meaning. And he goes on to say that in almost everything that we experience, there can be the traces of God, even in things that we wouldn't particularly think of as sacred. But the truth is everything is sacred. And if it's been in some ways desecrated, what was desecrated was something that was sacred. And so how do we have eyes to see, to be able to look deeper? You know, it's, it's a principle of scripture that God is present in all things. And in his presence, I think God is always speaking. So I've been thinking about this for myself and have to realize that I'm at times so task-oriented that I just move on by and I don't even notice some of the things that are going on in creation. And especially at a time like this when everything's bursting forth with new life, I can be heading out of the farm, driving down the driveway, and I don't notice the robins and the nest building and the buds coming on the tree because I'm too preoccupied. But then there are times I do notice. I just don't take time to stop and gaze and think about it. Well, I would say at my very best, I do stop and I look and I think about the beauty. My wife for Christmas bought me a camera to be able to do some photography. I guess I call it taking pictures because I'm really not a photographer. I don't know a lot about all the settings. But I've been going out all through the winter and so forth. And so I do stop and I look and I try to figure out how to frame something. And I take some pictures and it's been kind of fun. And I've had some beautiful pictures. But you know, the one thing I do not do that I must do more is see beyond 
what it is I'm gazing at to the deeper theological significance of what is there. Because God is present in all things. And I need to be able to find him there. So I've, I've been thinking about something in, in those terms that has suddenly had some theological significance for me. Uh, my wife and I, Cheryl and I, we happen to like butterfly bushes. <laughs> uh, we have three along the back of the house and two in our little uh, English kitchen garden. And one of the things we've always enjoyed is the fact that it, they do attract a, a variety of butterflies. But one of the things that's been frustrating is that they are often the very last thing to burst forth with new life in the spring. At least they have been here around our home. And I have made some big mistakes in the past. And that is that tulips are breaking forth. The crocuses are showing their beauty and their color. Trees are bringing forth green leaves. And I've gone over and those butterfly bushes have looked like nothing more than dead sticks. And they've been that way ever since the cold of fall came in. So for months, they just looked dead. And one of the things I did once was I was determining they were dead because there was no life on them while everything else was alive. And so I dug up one of the butterfly bushes and I just kind of tossed it over the hill. And I didn't have time to deal with the others. And then it was only a couple days later that I looked and go, oh my gosh, they are not dead. I just didn't wait long enough. And the green began to come. I made my way over to the one that I had dug up, and unfortunately, because I had taken it out of the ground, I did, in fact, kill it. Now, there's a lot I can learn there about just taking care of butterfly bushes, but there's been something that's been on my mind, and I've been thinking about those plants related to theological significance. You know, we, we go through dry times. Sometimes there can be a long winter. And I don't know that we can dis get discouraged that in this particular circumstance or in this particular relationship or in this particular issue of our lives that nothing's going to change and we're stuck with, if you will, nothing but the dryness and the brittleness of this particular circumstance. I know what that's like. And the heart can grow weary. And that we wish we, there, there was change and we wish there was movement. But you know, what, what I have been thinking about regarding this butterfly bush is how important it is that I, number one, do not lose hope in God's ability to bring forth new life, even in the worst of circumstances. I mean, in the hands of God, he always has this ability to break in. And suddenly when we thought there is no reason to even look for new life, new life begins to spring out. But I think the other thing that's important 
to remember for all of us is that this is only true if we stay rooted in Christ, even through the seasons of difficulty and discouragement. And I know what it's like in those seasons to at first begin to turn to the Lord and then in what seems to be the dryness or the silence or the depth of the cold winter to just turn my head away. But the promise of scripture is that if we stay rooted, fruit will come. And that what may appear to be death because nothing is happening is deceiving us to some degree because beneath the surface, God is at work. And he's doing something good and he's doing something exciting and it's hard to hold on, but how important it is that we do. You don't want to dig it up and throw it away too soon. Because while everything else is blooming and this one aspect of your life seems dry and brittle, we got to trust that God is at work and doing something. I think of the scripture that comes in Colossians chapter 2. Just as you received Christ, live your life in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, overflowing with thankfulness rooted. We even have a program um, here at Healing Care Ministries called Rooted. It's a, about a year-long program in which people gather together and they work through a curriculum on how to stay deeply rooted in Jesus. People talk about it and say that God has really met them there. And I think it's important that we recognize this issue that God has the ability to bring forth fruit even in places that appear to be dead. Do you remember what Jesus said in John 15, and it begins in verse 7, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear fruit, but apart from me, you can do nothing. So, let's, let's bring this to something more important. Yeah, the, the, the first characteristic of this is that we've got to learn to find the time to sit and stare that all a God has made has theological significance and it can speak to us and it can teach us. But the lesson of the butterfly bush for me is this, that even when it appears that a situation is insurmountable, it's important for us to keep going back to Christ. Spend time in his presence. Let our faith be rooted even in the winter times of our lives. I think this is what helps us hold on. That whole notion of never give up. Never give up. Never, never, never give up. Those were words that Winston Churchill gave when he was asked to give an address at his alma mater. And I think that was pretty much the sum of his address. Never give up. And in this case, the lesson from the butterfly bush tells us that 
something's happening. Even in these difficult times, there's life there, and we may not see it. And we may want to just root that part right of our lives and never think about it again. But if we stay close to Jesus, all of a sudden, that relationship can change. That struggle that we're having in our own lives can be overcome by the power of Christ. That hope that we had that is all clouded in now by oppression can suddenly begin to break through like sunshine in the early morning. Be rooted in Jesus. Trust that he's at work. We all have these issues right now that we're facing. And it is my prayer that we can hold on. And in worshipful expectation, await the day when we see the green shoot breaking forth. Right now, there may be someone you love that's going down a path, that's facing something, and that you feel discouraged. Don't give up hope on them. Stay rooted in Jesus. There may be an issue in your own life right now, a struggle that you're having, maybe even in your own home. Remember, The Lord can bring life out of even that which appears to be dead. And what scripture would tell us is that the miracles of resurrection are that even when something is dead, he has the ability to call it to new life. There's a good word there for us. May the Lord meet you there.